This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. being as established as he was last year and as important as he was to you guys in the passing game, how can, how can he get better? How can he be better this year? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody can, can take steps, you know. I mean, I think there's some things in the, uh, in the run game at the point of attack that we're, we're trying to improve on and in some single blocks, you know, just getting a little bit lower, lower in his fits. Um, the pass game, I mean, he's got a really good feel for zone coverage, but uh, just trying to Kind of work some top of the route stuff to get better in man, um, and he's got he's got such good hands, good uh, good strong hands, has really good body awareness, right? So he can kind of big body guys, but just trying to do do a couple things there, and um, you know he's it's never 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 good enough for him. So he's a pretty pretty easy guy to to motivate, right? He's in his mind he's never arrived. So it's kind of the type of mentality that we that we're looking for in our in our, in our unit and in our, in our team too. So. For sure, Devin. Devin Culp obviously had to miss a couple days early, and then he's worked his way back in. How do you feel like he's progressing right now? And where are kind of the big areas of emphasis for him? Yeah, no, he's he's done a great job. Um, just yeah, you know, he's a couple days behind early in camp, but I think he's he's come right back up to speed. He's making plays, and uh, you know, he's really taking a step in uh, how physical he is in the run game. Honestly, that's probably the most. It's probably the thing I'm, I'm most happy about, you know. I mean, he started to show some flashes in the past game in the spring, and uh, he's continuing to do that too. So, you know, we're, we're expecting a big, big, big year for him, and we're, we're excited about him for sure. If you were to put Kate Ott's blocking skills up against the other top tight ends in the country, where would you rank him? Uh, number one, probably. I don't know. I mean, he's he's pretty he's pretty special in the run game. Um, you know, I, I can't say that I've I've studied in depth some of the guys in the other conferences. Um, I'm sure they're obviously they're they're highly touted for a reason as well. But he's he he is he is pretty pretty dominant at the point of attack. You know, I mean, whether it's you know and you know especially when he gets in combos with those tackles, he he can be pretty scary. I mean, he's he's a hard gets in fits, has really good technique. He's clean technique wise, and then the, the biggest thing is he he finishes blocks, and, and he likes to finish blocks, and he likes to finish people. He takes a lot of pride putting guys on in the in the dirt, and you know that's that's why he's such a good example. You know, number one thing we talk about is being physical, and that's what he takes the most pride in. Looking back at last year, is there one thing that maybe stood out to you from like watching the film or something that you guys were? Hoping to improve upon going into this year. Yeah, I think it's pretty similar. Kind of the the first question, you know, some of those things we're 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 talking about, kind of the one on one, you know, some of the one on one blocks getting a little bit lower in his fits, and then uh, just some of the the different stuff at the top of the routes versus uh, versus man coverage and some of that stuff. But th- those are kind of the areas of focus, um, and just just keep building on those for sure. Quentin Moore is a guy who really passes the look test. How's he progressing? And he looks like a guy who could be that splash play down the field kind of guy. Is that what you're looking at from him? Yeah, yeah. Quentin's doing doing a good job. I think um, you know, 
these past three or four days uh, a camp, he's really taken taken a, a step in the positive. We do a lot of stuff offensively, right? We ask the tight ends to do a lot of stuff within our offense, and he's really taken a uh, step in terms of assignment. You know, now it's kind of just cleaning up the details, but he is. I mean, he's made some big time catches. I, I think he is. He's another kid that's a really tough kid. I mean, he made. Uh, on, you know, I think you guys probably saw the, in the Saturday scrimmage, right? The tough catch, you know, got a big hit on him and he came down with the football. So he's not afraid. And he's definitely a guy that's going to be a dynamic playmaker down the field. I mean, you're, you know, 6'5", 250, and you can freaking run like he does. I mean, that's that that's going to create some issues for people. When a comes in from JC, mm -hmm. what are you asking him to do that maybe he hasn't had to do before? It's just toughest to learn. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we do a lot formationally <laughs> with those guys. I mean, I think that's the great thing about being a tight end in the UW offense, right? If you're a recruit, why you would want to come here and play tight end here? Because we're going to ask you, you're going to be in line. We're going to split you out. You're going to be the single guy, uh, you know, into the boundary. You're going to be in empty sets doing all these different things. And just for him being able to, you know, process all that information and and play fast you know um uh but but a lot of those i mean he, it was funny with with quinn because you know you watch his high school tape and so his high school tape he spread spread out a lot doing a lot of stuff you know as a wide receiver type and then i think it helped him a lot in juco you watch his juco tape and they were much more he's much more traditional tight end so i do think coming in that helped him he kind of got the best of both worlds coming in and now it's just kind of cleaning up the details some of the details in his technique some of that stuff and uh and just getting to play fast but he, he's doing some good things uh, we're, we're really excited about Q for sure speaking of guys that do everything I mean Jack Westover seems like a guy who obviously out of that sort of H-back role he's blocking the point of attack but you guys also split him out wide he's yep. done a lot as a pass catcher in this camp yeah um, when you got in I mean obviously you'd been here before but when you got the tight end coach role I mean did you know that he was as versatile athletically as he's shown to be yeah i mean he, he he's always you know shown up on in, in camp and stuff and, and doing that but um but i do think he has taken a big step this camp he's been really just really consistent you know in the run game and then obviously you guys see him in the past game you know he doesn't drop the ball he catches everything doesn't doesn't uh doesn't bust assignments um and yeah, so I mean, we kind of always knew, right? We, when he came in, we kind of recruited him off of basketball tape, right? And the dude could jump out the gym and do all that stuff. And uh, and so he, he was definitely, it was a pleasant surprise, but we kind of, we knew he had some juice to him for sure. How do you think that, uh, like we saw in the scrimmage, the first drive kind of stalled and last year in the first half, a couple drives weren't going on your way, but how do you think this year you guys can take advantage maybe in the first half, jump in front? Yeah, I mean, I think it's you just gotta gotta be ready to roll. Bring bring, you know, obviously uh, last year was a unique deal with no fans. You got to bring your own juice, and it's just executing from the jump. I mean, it's I think it's you know, it's just I mean, I don't think it's anything more complicated than that. You know, you got to hear the call, know the call, and do your job on a consistent basis from uh, the first snap to the last. And uh, you know, I think I think the guys were locked in on that and. You know, we don't worry about the last play. We don't worry about the next play. We just worry about what is currently going down and how do we execute on that down a distance in that situation. And then you stack those together. You're going to start fast and you're going to be a successful offense. All right. Folks, thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Dylan, I was talking to um, John Donovan. I mean, he said that you kind of have a little bit of a rare ability in terms of flushing mistakes and, you know, I'm sure all coming up as a quarterback, you're going to throw interceptions and do that kind of stuff, but just the ability to, to, to move past that. Have you always been that way or is that something that you sort of have developed over time? Uh, I think that's something I've always been that way throughout Little League and all that stuff. Uh, um, 
I mean, that's just kind of how you got to be as a quarterback. You know, you got to be that guy that everyone looks to when stuff goes bad. And when stuff goes right, you got to be just even. Um, and so that's kind of what I have to do. Um, I feel like I've always been like that through little league, middle school, high school, all that stuff. And so, you know, I'm just going to keep being that way. Tom, I know you're the returning starter from last year, but early in camp, Jimmy told us that you were the starter. Were you kind of surprised that he named you the starter that early in camp? Um, I mean, that's just that's a decision he makes. I just got to, you know, come every day and do my job. There was, you know, even if he named me that early, there was still a lot of camp left at that point. Um, and, you know, I couldn't have done anything different. I just got to go and show up every day and do my job. You know, quarterbacks are always looked at as, as leaders, no matter, no matter the team. The oddity of last year, did, did it allow you to take ownership of, of being a leader for, the, for, that, for that group, or was it such just an odd year between the short schedule and everything that you couldn't really do that? And then from there, how did you sort of build into that through spring and now into fall camp? Yeah, definitely. Last year was weird. I think it was, it was definitely hard to kind of step in a leadership role when you're on Zoom. Um, you're, not, you're not really in person running plays together. You're learning it online. And then, you know, we got together and finally started running some stuff. And uh, just me personally, as a you know, younger guy, I just wanted to lead as exa by example. Um, you know, just show the guys I'm, I'm going to do my job. Um, and that's all I can control. And then now just stepping into more leadership role, I've, you know, I've tried to bring some more juice to the sideline and to our offense and really try to bring some guys up um, in the offseason, throw with a lot of the receivers, get the whole offense together, try to learn some stuff together. Um, so it definitely helped with having a normal year. You watched tape of, of your performance in camp this year next to tape of, of last year. At, uh, I guess not this time, but camp, camp mm -hmm. time last year. Well, what do you think the biggest difference of would be? Um, I think just my decision-making being more decisive. Um, and I think that just came with understanding defenses a little better. A lot of tape I watched in the offseason was just understanding, you know, base defense coverages, little keys that would help me on the field that I could, you know, get to a, a certain target a little quicker. Um, and also, too, my, my biggest thing is just, you know, understanding protections better, being able to, you know, shift the protection with certain pressures. And um, I think that's the biggest jump I've seen uh, for myself between this camp and last. Dylan, uh, Washington typically has had the really tall starting quarterback like Neeson, uh, Steve Pallor, Chris Chandler, those kind of guys. I think you're the shortest starting quarterback in about 40 years here at Washington. Is there a sense of pride for you to overcome, I'm not sure, height disadvantage, but just the, the mold, I guess? No, not at all. I still got to play quarterback. Um, I said that, you know, last interview, you can be 6'5", six, 6'5", five, six five, five. you still got to do your job, throw to the right guys. Speaking of looking at tape, what about just the, the regular season tape you looked at? What stood out to you in terms of, yeah, you know, I did really well in that area and maybe areas that you think you could improve on? Um, I think it's a little sort of the same thing. I, I think last year was just protecting the ball pretty good besides, you know, the first half of the Utah game got fooled into some things. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, last year I was just just trying to do my job. Like I said, just trying to throw the right guys, not trying to do too much, just really understanding, um, you know, the defense that we were playing against and what we were trying to do as an offense and just operate efficiently. So what would need to happen um, in order for you to feel successful at the end of the year? I mean, Pac-12 championship, big time bowl game. Um, some some quarterbacks are considered game managers. Some are considered, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take over and throw for 350 yards. Do you feel like there's a certain role that you have, a certain characteristic as a quarterback? Um, I mean, game manager, protecting the football. That's all I can do. Um, you know, I'm not going to go all 
you know, reckless cowboy out there and just throw the ball around. Uh, just want to protect the football, put us in good situations in the run game and the pass game, um, and just end with points on the board. Dylan, play quarterback. You have to have a little bit of amount of swagger. We haven't spent a lot of time around you. You know, you seem like you're pretty cool, calm, and collected. Are you like this on the field, out in the tunnel, and uh, in, in the huddle, or do you get fired up out there? I'll get a little fired up, but uh, you know, I, for the most part, I gotta stay a little cool, um, stay a little more even keeled, and you know, when stuff goes bad and stuff's going good, I gotta, gotta have the same mentality. Um, like Coach Cato said, we're just worrying about the play that we're running right now, um, and so that's what I kind of gotta do. Quarterbacks that you've studied that you you admire and trying to model your game after at all? Uh, Drew Brees definitely, just because I mean he's a uh, he, he you know he has games where he's not making all the flashy plays. I mean he had a game last year when he checked the ball down. I mean I don't know how many times and still threw for over 200 yards and they won the game. Um, and he's you can just tell watching film he he knows exactly what he's doing. He understands the defense. Um, he gets the ball to the right guy on time, and you know you can just tell he he just knows exactly what he's doing. He manages the game. Protects the football. So you're not a Brett Favre guy. He's a. I was growing up. I like the his little gunslinger mentality. He's got a can of an arm, but from more of a quarterback perspective, what I'm trying to do is protect the football. So I'll watch a guy like Drew Brees. Did you know Brees wanted to be a quarterback? Yeah, whatever. Dylan, you mentioned this last time, and you talked about this in high school too, that it was always your dream to be a Husky quarterback. Mm -hmm. I was curious, is there moments, significant moments growing up, like a game, a game you watched or you know, anything else about this program that you said, yeah, this is really so um, I went to a game, I forgot how old I was. It's my first game ever. Um, Keith Price was the quarterback. I forgot who we were playing. Um, got a picture with Lorenzo Romar. Um, I was with my buddy. He had some season tickets right outside the tunnel. I remember uh, watching the team run out of the tunnel. You know, that moment, I was like, you know, this is my dream. Um, I was decked in all purple. Always have been. Um, so, I mean, from then on, I knew I wanted to come here and play some football. Is there a game you can remember where you did go reckless cowboy? Last year? Oh, high school? Um, no, not reckless. I'll still try to keep it a little more manageable of getting the ball to the right people. But if you know, when the game's on the line, I got to fit the ball in the, the window. I'll try to do that. Dylan, that the Utah game, like you mentioned, I mean, you made some some mistakes in that game, but then you come back, and obviously that's probably a game you're going to remember for a long time. There's nobody in the stadium, but that feeling when you wrapped that up and when you found Cade and the interception afterwards. Where does that rank in terms of experiences throughout your career at this point? I mean, to this point, definitely at the top of the list. Um, just as a team as a whole, what we you know went through it. We we're down 21 and a half or whatever, and it just never felt out of reach because we knew that's the type of football we play. And uh, I think just as a whole offense and as a team, especially, just coming back from that and getting that done. I mean, that was big time. I think that'll be at the top of guys' list of experiences here. Dylan, can you tell us a little bit, give us a little bit of insight? What it's like watching film with John Donovan? What are you seeing? What is he seeing? And maybe some things that you're telling him you really like to do and some. You know, just break it down a little for us. I mean, yeah, last year when we were watching film on opponents, uh, I mean, we were watching stuff on Monday through Thursday. You know, as soon as we were done with practice, I was up in his office watching stuff, and we were just going through. He has, you know, most of the plays we have scripted down for that day of what we want to get done, and he'll kind of ask my insight on it, like, do you like this one? How do you feel about this one? And, you know, he's really open of making sure that, you know, I was comfortable last year in that, t in that sort of situation in a game. Um, and then I think just... The practices uh, during a game week were super organized. Of you know, this day we're working third downs, this day we're working mixed downs. We got goal line backed up, um, and so I think it just really prepares us the whole week to get ready for that game. Um, and yeah, I mean, 
and I watched a lot of film with Peyton McCollum too. He's one of the quality controls on offense, and he'd always get everyone super dialed on offense. Breaks he breaks down the film of the defense. I mean, really in detail. Um, so by the time we get to the game, we know exactly what they're doing. How much of the time would you say is split? You know, looking at your offense as opposed to looking at the defense. Is it 50-50, 60-40? Um, I mean, I'd say during the week I'd watch more of. The, the defense we're getting ready to play because during practice we're repping all the plays we're going to run. Um, and then, yeah, just really study the plays we're going to run. But And then as I'm watching film, kind of visualizing that against the defense we're playing and certain tendencies they have. From the outside looking in, it seems like you and, and Terrell Bynum have a, a pretty good connection going. Does it seem like, I mean, is that would you agree with that? Does it seem like, like that's kind of uh, taken a step this year? Yeah, for sure. I mean, he was one of those guys uh, – I would throw a lot with him in the offseason. We're like two lockers down from each other in the locker room, so we're always talking. Um, we're always kind of picking each other's brains about you know, what he's seeing on the field, what I'm seeing on the field. He, uh, he claims he could play quarterbacks. He's a big Madden player, but I tell him it's not that easy. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, in the summertime, we both just worked really hard. All the receivers, we got together, threw a ton of footballs together. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, just the relationships all in that room were really strong now in this, this season. Do you, do you think people underestimate your arm strength? Because I was watching you, and it seemed like you were sneaky fast, almost like a pitcher that people aren't really expecting. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's nothing I can control. Uh, if they wouldn't believe I was strong arm or not, it's whatever. Uh, I just got to, like I said, deliver the ball to the right person on time. That's all I can control. You'd agree, you throw it pretty hard, don't you? I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm curious, are you, a, are you a book guy? You seem like you're pretty knowledgeable and just about like, I mean, controlling everybody else. Like, do you like have inspiration from like a book or something like that? I'm trying to get into reading more. Um, but I mean, that's just, I mean, I don't know. Some I'm trying to get into more. Uh, a little more of those, uh, I just finished the David Goggins book. I don't know if you know who that is. Navy SEAL guy. Just finish that book, you know, his mentality of, you know, he's always says staying hard and uh, having a good mentality, all that stuff. You mentioned Terrell wanting to play quarterback a little bit. Of all the non-quarterbacks, who's got the best arm? Non-quarterbacks? He's, he's up there. Sean McGrew's got a pretty good arm. Uh, I'd say those two guys, I, that's the top of my head who I can think of. All right, let's cut off. We've got to lose that line up there. Henry, I'll get you first. Thank you. How's everybody doing? They're 17s. Yeah. Um, you have to get those on special order. I ordered them from the website, yeah. So I've seen you guys been doing uh, the Husky Olympic stuff on social media or whatever. I mean, have you kind of enjoyed connecting with people like that, playing basketball, all that stuff? Oh, yeah. It's always a great time, you know, getting to not do like only football things with uh, your teammates. And I think it's really great that we get to connect with the younger guys, the new guys that are coming in um, and really like show them that the culture that we have and the brotherhood and just to let them know that, you know, when you come here, you're a part of us and um, we all love each other. And that's how it's going to be with the time that they spend it here. Can you, uh, can you dunk? Can I dunk? Yeah. I haven't tried dunking in a while. Maybe we'll have to see. What's my best sport? Yeah. Like other than football? For Husky Olympics. <laughs> For Husky Olympics? Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think we're doing it this, uh, this year, but if we were doing the swimming relay, that would have been my, my activity. 
Pearl Swimmer. Oh yeah, yeah. Preference? Um, not really. I think just like being a little kid, I've always been like loved swimming, loved being in the water, and uh, I think I did classes after my dad threw me in the pool. So yeah. Henry, uh, you know you had all five starters coming back, and all of a sudden in fall camp we see like a, a three-man competition at left guard. Are you guys watching that with, uh, I know you're busy doing what you're doing, but still you're seeing all of a sudden this big competition break out in the middle of the line. Well, what's been the reaction amongst you guys? Um, you know, honestly, I just want what's best for the team. And uh, everybody, the whole, like the left guards, obviously, and the guys that are competing, I think they're all super competent and have like great abilities. They're all talented. And, you know, that's up to Coach Huff. And that's his call. That's what he gets paid lots of money for. And... Uh, honestly, I trust his call. Just being around uh, Julius for the last couple of years, how have you seen him continue to progress to this point? I think it's uh, it's been impressive seeing him pre uh, progress. Uh, he's gotten like a lot, a lot better with the playbook, just like him picking my mind and him picking uh, his mind. Um, you know, we're just like getting together, asking each other about plays. He's in the film room. He's asking about things. He's asking about technique. And um, it's, it's like very clearly you can tell that he wants to improve and wants to be the best player that he can be. Henry, coming in, I know as a freshman here, big time program, a lot of expectations. I'm sure it can be a struggle. Can you talk about going through that process of growing up and where you were as a freshman and what's changed and where you are right now? It was a... Uh, it was a lot, definitely a lot. I think coming in and like, as you said, there being like lots of expectations. I think what I wanted to focus on was just uh, doing the best I could each day. And I think, I think I was doing that. And, you know, most of the times there's like obviously setbacks. Um, I mean, not every day is gonna be perfect. And one of the things that coach says is, you know, it's not as good as you think and it's not as bad as you think. And that's really helped me throughout the years, um, you know, stay and have a positive mindset mindset, and deal with like every day. Anything else, Henry? So who won the dunk contest? The uh, dunk contest? Did you guys have a dunk contest or was that just It was like a free throw shootout. I forgot the team though. Yeah. Okay, thank you. What, Luke, what's your perspective on, on Julius Bulo? Just playing next to him and, and seeing him get some reps in there with the, with the starters this last week or so. Yeah, he's been doing a great job. Um, just, I mean, all three of those guys have been doing an awesome job and they're all making each other better and it'll be, it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top. So it'll be fun. How does just playing next to those guys, how does your communication change, if at all, if, if there's a retro freshman in as opposed to a returning starter, just how does that kind of shift? It's almost like we got three of the same guys playing next to me all the time. It's like they all communicate well, they all talk well, and uh, they're all reliable guys that I can count on. What's been the best part of camp so far this year? Football. Yeah, I, just, I love football so much. So I'm just so, so happy we can come back and have a regular camp. You know, it's like last year we 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 almost didn't have football, so. It's nice to have things back to normal. When you look at a guy like Dylan from, you know, this point last year to this mm -hmm. point now, just the way he's able to take command of the offense and whatnot, what, what, what sort of progression have you seen from him? I mean, he's, he's grown. I mean, that's tough because he, he was already so, so far ahead as a redshirt freshman last year.
he just he, he keeps getting better and better. So it's it's good to see him come along as well. Does he keep the same demeanor like all the time? Yeah, he's he's pretty calm, cool, collected guy. But I don't know if you saw the end of the Utah game. He gets pretty fired up too. So it's good to show emotions like that. What's been the biggest change through your time here? I mean, has there been a big culture shift between you know Coach Peterson and Coach Lake, or does it kind of feel the same as when you were a freshman? Um, I mean, I, the whole culture of the team has been great the entire time I've been here. I think that started with Pete, and Lake has continued that through his time here. So it, it hasn't changed much. You feel like you've changed, maybe? Yeah, definitely. Like when I came, when I first came here, I wouldn't talk at all. And now I'm up here talking to you guys. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you like talking in the locker room to these guys? Are you one of the vocal leaders out there? Um, I wouldn't say I'm a vocal leader, but. I try, I try and lead by example, and and when I do speak, I try and make it count. Your team has got a lot of honors, a lot of watch lists mentioned. You've got some of that, and Jackson Kirkland's got a lot, and McDuffie. But I just looked at the AP preseason All-American team, and there's two full teams. There's not a Husky on it. Mm -hmm. Do you think they still don't know what you guys are all about because you only played four football games last year? Um, yeah, I mean... I really try not to look at the preseason stuff because it just doesn't mean anything to us. And all we care about is the postseason. So yeah, we try not not look at that stuff. But instead of trying to get you to brag about yourself, you know, they're almost like ignoring you. So. Yeah, I, I like it better that way. So. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.